Hello, lovely listeners. Hope you're well and hope you're enjoying the new season of Time to Rebuild. Now, I've just jumped on here quickly to tell you that we'll be releasing Time to Rebuild shorts. And no, we're not getting into the fashion industry. Uh, Time to Rebuild shorts is what me and Mick see as our favorite parts of previous episodes, uh, all packed into under 10 minutes. So to kick it off this week, We'll be looking at the episode, The Unconditional Love of a Mother, with Chris and his mum, Belle, where we spoke about his family and friends' reaction when he entered prison, and what visits are like as well when you're in there. So I hope you enjoy. So when your son goes to prison, I'm talking about the outside community now, you know, so family, friends, your community, your neighbourhood, everything else. Um, did you was that a, was that something that you just went you know what it is what it is and I'm just going straight out and, and I just people know or did you find that really difficult did you felt you were being judged did you keep it in sometimes I'm really really fascinated to hear this part of it uh, I think uh, no it's not acceptable it's not something I would tell many people and it took me a long time to tell anyone obviously my mother I told uh, she became a visitor as well uh yeah no it's not it's a stigma attached to having someone in jail you don't talk about it don't talk to my colleagues about it as a nurse hey you know i'm going to see my son in jail you know it's not no it's 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 pretty much i didn't really have anyone to talk about not even my closest friends would have known right um because i i didn't expect them to understand because i they'd not gone through it themselves or um to have to get to that situation where your son is in jail, there's there's a lot of stigma attached to that person is a bad person, and now they're in jail. And that's uh, that's not the way it is. You know, there's a a path that everyone has to get to jail, and it's not always the same path. Um, <clears throat> drug offences, um, criminal activity. There's a lots of ways you can get to jail. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's not something I could talk about at all. What about today? Do, do people know now or is it still, you know, you feel you, do you open up or do you just, is it still the same? You just let that time pass and people don't ask questions, you don't bring it up or, or, or is it, has anything changed there? Where I feel comfortable to say to the people that I trust around me that I know uh, respect me and as a person, um, little things, you know, or you know, even a little bit of a sense of humour about it or something, or if there's an opportunity where I come across a complete stranger who doesn't know me um, and has had a similar experience or I have an empathy towards other people um, where I can go, that's okay, I know how you feel. I, I, you know, being a nurse, I come across a lot of different people. And uh, so, yeah, it, it's taken me a while. There's only a few people that still know, but... But also I'm very mindful that it's his journey. Yeah. It's my journey as a parent, but it's really his journey to jail. Um, I just have been a parent to support my son in whatever journey he's on. So, yeah, I don't go around saying, oh, yeah, my son went to jail, mm. you know, mm. you know, look yeah, at yeah. me. You know? yeah. It's kind of like I'm very respectful of the process. Yeah. Yeah. It is a word, but it's actually a journey. And yep. it's not a destination; it's um, a pathway to other things. Yep. And Chris, once leaving jail, how was your community and your friends? They were they were surprised 
that I had gone. Um, yeah. Really, when you go to jail, man, like, people just go on with their own lives. They don't even sit there and worry about this guy every day. It's like not much has changed since like when I got out. Mm. So not many people would be worrying. Or like they, they'd be like, where were you? I'd be like, oh, I was in jail for four months. And they're like, oh, no way. I didn't even know. And it's like, I didn't expect anyone to know. Mm. But like, it's no one's going to be out. Not, no, one, no one's really there for you as much as they say they are, unless they're actually there. Yeah, I heard that before, but I didn't before I went to jail. But I didn't realize until you go in, and go out, and experience it. Mm. Just quickly, I want to ask about how did you like going back a little bit on the visits? How did you feel in that moment when you had to see your mum come and visit you in a prison as well? Did you? Did, was there moments where you just felt, "What have I done there? Like, why? Why am I? Why does my mother have to come into this?" But did you? Did you really reflect on that deeply, or I, not so much? Because it was more like. We're in front of each other. Finally, we're like awesome. Like, cause last time, the that first when we seen each other depart, it was very emotional. And then we see each other, and it's just like yes, you know. And we just start talking, yeah. absolute crap, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good. It's a really good feeling just to be able to do that with my mum and like you know have a really good relationship, like open. Yeah. And actually look forward to the visits and stuff like that, and you know not. The visits don't have to be so emotional each time or anything no. like that. It's just, yeah. It's was it hard weird. when you both walked away? Like when you leave a visit, is that hard? Oh, it's hard. Yeah. We, we always um, good with our hugs. <laughs> so um, like his hug would just, I'd just squish, squish me because I'm quite small and he's quite big. Um, so a couple of hugs and then I'd always wait. It'd be the last one to mm. say goodbye, the last one at the door. Um and then, you know, like the last one at the airport sort of thing. But um, I suppose it's a reflection of <clears throat> both my son and myself is that we kind of, we made it a routine. We'd have cafeteria. I'd buy him whatever he wanted to eat. Okay, what are you going to eat that this week? You know, the pizza so or the, good. this and that. So it became, it was quality time each week yeah. with my son. And I probably think that a lot of parents wouldn't have that with their children so it was a good solid an hour and a half two hours just sitting there talking yeah. or just being there or i'd be interested in what was happening and what had happened and whatever he felt comfortable to talk to me about that week i was keen to listen even though i kind of it wasn't going to be easy yeah. but um i was um happy to you know listen to maybe some of the good things and the not so good things about what were happening for his week. And and also being, I'm a very positive person, a very positive thinker, and I hopefully pass that on. So we find ourselves here. So how can we, okay, have you been going to the gym? Oh, you've been doing this. What, what, are, you, what are you improving yourself while you're in here? This isn't your final destination. So we talk about our passions with music or you know, uh, encouraging each other. If you want to hear more of that episode, check out episode six, The Unconditional Love of a Mother. And I will see you next week as we interview former Assistant Police Commissioner Stephen Lean, which is an absolutely unforgettable episode, uh, really insightful into policing over the last 40 years. Give it a listen, give it a like, give it a subscribe, and we'll see you then. Bye.